Hey everyone, welcome back to the 321 Endurance Podcast. I'm your host, Patrick Wiley. Today's podcast is brought to you by, you guessed it, BocoGear.com. BocoGear has the best hats that you can get if you're a runner or if you just like to look good in hats. I don't look good in hats, but I do look good in a BocoGear hat. So go to BocoGear.com and get yours today. But enough about that. Now it's all about my next guest. This man is from across the pond in London, although originally from Ghana. He's a filmmaker, video creator, uh, a, quote, creative adventurer on the North Face UK Explorers team. Please join me in welcoming my guest, Ben Ancobia. Ben, how are you? I'm perfect. Yourself? Excellent. Thank you. And did I pronounce your last name correctly? That was perfection. Excellent. In about a minute or less... Tell the viewers and the listeners, who is Ben Ancobia? Um, ben Ancobia is a filmmaker, photographer, creative adventurer, as you said. Um, I like to indulge in everything and anything that allows my brain to, to enjoy life, basically. Um, I'm all for trying anything and everything. And yeah, I've been on my adventuring self since about 2000, I'd say 18, early 2018. And yeah, I've just been trying anything and everything. Awesome. And what, so you started in 2018. What yes. was it that got your start in the mountains and in running and in cycling and all these different things that you do? Okay. So I've always been an athletic person. I used to be an athlete when I was in Ghana. I was actually a hundred meter athlete. So in, yeah. um, 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 I would say, what, how would I say it? So I was a state champion in sure. my high school with a hundred with the hundred meter team and I went to university I did um, a little bit of you know athletics there as well and I was able to my quickest hundred meter run was 10 seven one seconds wow so, <laughs> yeah I was quite I was quite good yeah. but I ended up wanting to gain a bit more muscle do this do that I ended up getting bigger and ended up just becoming stronger and not for the purpose so yeah, I just ended up um, 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 using that athletic side of myself. I always like to use, like go to the gym and all that. I, I've not been as frequent to the gym as I should be. Mm -hmm. Even the day before I climbed my first mountain in the UK, literally the day before, I did 100 kg squats for, I think I did 20, no, I did 30 reps in two <sighs> minutes. 30 reps in two minutes. Okay. So Ben, the majority of our audience is going to be oh, in the U S here. So yeah, yeah. what, what is a hundred kilograms into pounds? Is that, that's it's, is it's that north of 300 pounds? I don't think so. So a hundred kg to, to LBS, um, it's 220. 220. Okay. So that's, that's still a significant amount of weight. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. this was after my workout. <laughs> This was after my workout. So this was the I, icing I, on the cake. Literally the icing on the cake. I had done like um what's the name? Um I had pulled about three three fifteen. On that day was a relatively light day, but I wanted to just try one rep maxes. I had done three fifteen for um a deadlift. I had done about eight hundred or yeah, I think I'd done a thousand pounds for uh what's the name? Leg, Leg press. Presses. And although yeah, yeah so I was just strong. I didn't look strong. I don't even look strong right now, but <laughs> it was just, I've always been athletic. I, I don't like to sit down. 
So I knew from yeah. the, my childhood that whatever work I ended up doing as an adult needed to involve me being free and going outside. Sure. And that is what kind of cascaded into me becoming this version of myself where I like to go out and like literally indulge myself with anything and everything I've never tried before and also get better at the things I've already done. Yes. Sure. So, wow, there, there's so much right there. That <laughs> I, I'm, I'm going to back up a, a couple of steps here. Uh, Sorry I, about I, that. Of course, no, that's fine. That's good. This is, this is all great. Um, let's go back really quick to the 100 meter time. You said okay. it, was a, it was a 10 what? 1071. 1071. Yes. What were, we just had the Olympics uh, this past summer. What were those Olympic times? Do you remember? I don't really remember, but they were in the nines. They were in the nines. So yeah. really though, not that far off from Olympic athlete level. If, if obviously in my country of Ghana, we don't really support like as much as for like for soccer or anything like that. Sure. So there wasn't any, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a coach. Okay. It was just a team coach. Mm-hmm. And that person would not have like time for everyone. He was a coach of the whole athletic team. So sure. high jump, long jump. He did it all. Everything. So I represented um, um, my, my state and I was able to get a scholarship into university, University of Ghana. And I went there, studied for three years there. And through it, well, after I did that 10-1, that was at, I was supposed to go to, we, you guys will call it Pan, Pan American Games, I'd say. Okay, yep. Yeah, yeah. Sure. Um, I was supposed to go for an ECOWAS Games. And ECOWAS Games is for the West African um, 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 region. Yep. I wasn't able to go because of an injury. And that was literally just it. Okay. From that point on, I just moved to the UK. Sure. Uh, yeah. so what inspired the move to the UK though? Was it, was it, you know, being done with the hundred meters and, and being done with university or is there something else behind it? Um, okay, cool. So my mom unfortunately passed away. My mom was, um, it's all right. <laughs> That's life. My mom was in the UK, but unfortunately she wasn't feeling well. Um, I'm from a family of five children and mm -hmm. I've actually got, two siblings in America. One lives in Oklahoma, other one lives in um, 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 is in Maryland or somewhere like that. Okay. Yeah. And unfortunately, all of them are older than I am and no mm -hmm. one could literally sacrifice their lives because they've got families and the the age gap between myself and this, my sister I am right after is nine years. Nine so years. And how, how old are you now? I am 28. 28. Okay. Yeah. So everyone was older than I was. So I was the only one who could sacrifice my life, basically, to leave school. I, I didn't finish my degree. I left mm -hmm. school mainly to come and take care of my mom. And unfortunately, a year after, she passed away. So that was the main reason why sure. um, I ended up coming here. Yeah. And, and, and you stayed. So you obviously liked the UK. Yeah. Opportunities, the weather. I get okay. hot easily. So... <laughs> I know someone will go like, oh, yeah, you're born in Africa. Yeah, yeah. But I get, I sweat a lot. Sure. So the opportunities, the weather, um, and yeah, just the freedom allowed me to um, stay here and just see what, what this place was about. Plus, I had family members here as well. Okay.
Great. And um, so how old were you when you moved to the UK? I was 21. Okay. So you've been there about six, seven years at this point. Seven years, yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I came across your profile somehow. I, I think I might have posted one of my videos uh, of me going up a mountain here in, in New England um, and then eventually came across your profile and was one immediately drawn to the quality of the content that you create. So you can obviously tell that you are uh, a very good filmmaker. Um, I know we were talking <laughs> off air about how you do weddings um, and stuff like that. I do weddings as well, but I'm usually DJing the weddings. I'm not filming the weddings, so I'm a I've DJ. Seen that, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. So it, it was cool to to learn about that that similarity there. Um, now almost lost my train of thought here. There's so much <laughs> stuff going on with Ben uh, that, you know, we don't know where to go next. Uh, but your your creative filmmaker, your content on Instagram is just unbelievable. And you have just these amazing shots of these majestic mountains. And it, are all these mountains that you do, are they all in the UK? Are you traveling all over the world? What's the deal? So, so far, I've only done any like mountains in the UK. I did a smaller mountain in Ghana, but that was a while ago. Okay. But every mountain you've seen, anything I've done is based in the UK because a lot of people, it's like when you're in your country, because America is quite big, I don't know if people will be able to relate that much, but when mm. you're in your own country, like when you are in your place where you call home, a lot of people want to venture outside home, forgetting that there is so many places around home mm -hmm. that could excite your interest as well sure oh so, yeah it's right now everything is just based in the uk and for for like i'd say for a year or two from now on it will be based in the uk mm -hmm. then right i would then start venturing out to see what mm -hmm. else is on the planet well i i'll tell you what i mean there's nothing better than you know enjoying the place that you live in instead of taking it for granted. And you are certainly doing that. Uh, you know, you can see in the lower third there uh, what your Instagram handle is. So I, I highly recommend anyone that wants to see some epic shots of this dude in the mountains to, to check out your Instagram. <laughs> uh, and you did something pretty crazy with, with some ice axes recently. Did you not? <laughs> yeah. Like, um, so I, I contacted it literally went on Instagram. Instagram is such a great tool. People it is, isn't really it? Think about it like that. But I went on Instagram, looked on um, 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 Instagram, a couple of a couple of hashtags, came across a guy called Liam Campbell, and I've, I had seen that he had climbed a couple of mountains. He was like, he was quite legit because mm -hmm. I was. I normally do hill walking. That's what they call it in the UK because the okay. the mountains in the UK are not even that high. They are not even that high. So but what's I, what's the highest mountain that that you're looking at in the UK? Mount highest mountain. So the thing with, with the UK mountains, all of them start from sea level. Okay. So I know that, like, let's say in, in America, you go to what, Colorado or somewhere like that. They, are, they have mountains there. But because it's a higher plane, Elevation. right? You even though you do a lot of hiking to a certain point, it's mm -hmm. gradual and, um, and it's a, a lot more above sea level. Even so, like, so the mountains in the UK then... If it's a four thousand foot mountain, you're getting four thousand feet of literally, elevation gain. Literally, literally. So Ben Nevis, yeah. um, the the closest town to Ben Nevis is Fort William, and that is about. So you use kilometers or miles? 
Uh, so we we use my uh, we'll use feet in the U.S. to measure mountains. <laughs> is okay, okay. So four thousand, yes. Um, um, yeah. Thingy is about um, Ben Nevis is about four thousand. Okay, but you literally start at sea level. You right. literally so, start at probably five meters of elevation, then you go all the way up. So you're earning every square inch of that. One hundred. One hundred percent. Awesome. So what what was the experience like going up Ben Nevis and, and, you know, I, I know you soloed a portion of this mountain yeah. or did you do it? Or is it the whole thing to explain okay. that? So I hit up Liam Campbell. He says, Oh yeah, bro, we're going to go climb a couple of mountains and um, we want to do some ice climbing. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, so I'm a black person. We don't do these things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even trying to be funny or anything. So I'm like, you want me to come and ice climb with you? Initially, the the correspondence was based on, I want to come out there and have a good time and see what content we can create. Sure. Next, but this guy's telling me that we should go climb Ben Nevis. Ben mm. Nevis, by the way, is the most fatiguing mountain I've ever climbed. I've okay. climbed it twice in the summer, twice in the winter. Both of them, I dreaded it. Is it because the grade is so steep? Okay. It takes, it takes, it, it could take a regular person, any other person, like anyone who is not like, has a good base. Mm -hmm. It could probably take you 10 hours to do that. Wow. Round trip? Yes. Yeah, that's, that's very steep because you know over here the, so the, the biggest mountain where i'm at here i live in rhode island the the closest yeah. is in new hampshire um and the white mountains and that's mount washington and you get about four thousand feet of elevation gain but <laughs> if you're fit you can do it relatively quick in you know five six hours round trip yes so uh, if it's for me and you yeah we will probably be able to do it like that Five, but still, hours. just just to know that it, that is how long it would take because that's yeah. how steep it is, it is is unbelievable. So that's the thing. Like with the Scottish mountains, I'm I'm not any historian or anything, but the reason why it's so like revered, mm. high Scottish Highlands, everyone says it is because it's just really difficult to do. Sure, it's just glaciers carving the mountains. Just, literally just cutting it into two and just rolling away <laughs> so the day i did the was it in ben nevis climb it was a what it was a 10 hour day we started at yeah. 6 30 in the morning we got back at 4 30 in the evening and because wow. in the uk the time or the light there's barely any light in the winter the sun probably came out around nine and it set around 3 30. oh wow yes that's early so, yeah, so we started at six. Um, my first ever like grade grade three boots. They were so heavy. Yep. I just yeah, all of that. But I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah, it. Yeah. So so how how steep? Well, I I want to know how dangerous was the portion that you soloed with the the ice axes? It was quite dangerous. So a lot of the places had like mushed down snow. If I don't know if that makes sense. Is nope, that, yep. Yeah, yeah, mush down snow like it was quite patterned. So we do okay. it for a while. We get to a spot where it's just icy, right? And because I am one of the scary cats, I'm at the back, and people had already, you know, knocked it out. And I'm sure. like, I'm just trying to find holes. 
<laughs> and because everything I'd done prior to getting to that spot was snow, I get there and I'm like, you didn't you didn't tell me about this. It's like every the beauty in what I personally do to me is the naivety I go into things with. Okay. I just go in there thinking everything is like a computer and there's like a formula to it. Forgetting right. that it's nature and it can present you anything it wants to present you. Right. So I get there, I'm like, okay, cool. They tell me now you need to actually knock the eyes out, mm -hmm. be able to put your axe in and pull yourself up with your body, like your upper body strength. And and no ropes, nothing. No, no. So we were actually meant to use ropes. We are actually meant to use ropes. Yeah. But Liam felt confident in us. We are a group of eight. Mm -hmm. So Liam felt quite confident in us going all the way there. He uses ropes on a regular day. It's just mm -hmm. that this time he was quite confident and we were able to do it. That's so, that's amazing. And it's it's funny because I looked at the pictures of, of you going up and, you know, I always and maybe you can give me some tips here because you're a photographer and a filmmaker and you're in the mountains all the time. But every time I try to create some content out in the mountains and take a picture, it never does a justice for how no, steep it no, actually no, is. No, I, you know, there are sections that I'm going up and you know, in the moment, I'm like, oh my God, like if I slip, I'm going to fall down and get hurt. And, you know, you would never know it from the picture. I want to send you, well, whilst we're speaking, I'll send you a, a picture of how it actually looked. Because when you see me on there, probably I've even tweaked the orientation of this picture slightly when I was sure. trying to crop it just to make it make sense. Yeah. I will send you, I don't know if your phone is on you, but I want to just send you a quick yep. picture of how it looks. Yes. Yeah, so this is how it looks. And this is me. This is me looking, yeah, so this is looking down. Cool, that's it. Cool, I just sent it to you on Instagram. All right, perfect. Let It'll me, be there. Uh, yeah, it'll be there in a sec. Here it comes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's... Um, looking down, that's how it looks. That's, that's, I think that's what I saw, and I was like, you know, because what I was going to say was your pictures didn't really do that. Like, no, your pictures look exactly like uh you know what you would expect um i i'm gonna see if i can get this on screen here uh so a, as i'm doing this and, and seeing if i can get this on screen i know you're on the the north face uk um yes. explorers team can you tell me a little bit about how that transpired and and what the mission is behind that so i actually reached out to north face in in what i didn't know they have a, they had an explorer team i just wanted mm -hmm. to work with the brand um there are a couple of brands i wanted to work with as it stands, to be respectful, I don't, I don't want to mention any other brand. But um, sure. there were three main brands I wanted to work with when it came to, to the adventure I was doing. I sent mm -hmm. them messages last March. Unfortunately, I'm sure that they get a lot of DMs. I'm sure. No no one even opened the, the, the thingy on Instagram. No one even opened it. Understandably, <laughs> so I've got like 2,000 yep. followers. So I had about 1,000 then. Who cares? Okay. Yeah, if you want to go, that's all right. I have about four hundred, so you're doing way better than I am. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who cares? Like, if you want to go climb your mountain, go climb your mountain. That, that's it. And and let's see. I, I do have that picture. I'm gonna stop you here for a second, so okay. everyone can see how steep this actually is. I mean, that, so that is, is actually in the yellow. That's in in the yellow the the yellow crampons there. No, um, further down. Further, further back down. Okay. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. 
that that's unbelievable and you can see like that bit was quite icy compared to the snow you see around right yeah yes. that's that that looks pretty treacherous ben i'm not gonna lie that's <laughs> Oh my word. That's, yeah. that's unbelievable. So yeah, once again, everyone, you can go and check them out as it, it's boy jamming, uh, B O I J A M I N on Instagram, uh, to check out that picture and some more. Um, so yeah, let's get back to it with the, with the North face deal and, and, uh, how that works for you. So yeah, I, I reached out to them. Didn't hear anything. I hear back from them in, I'd say early September. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Someone, someone sent me a DM, and I'm like, "Who is this? Like, is this a joke? Is this sure?" A scam? And they're like, "No." Um, basically, the North Face is having an well, it's putting an Explorer team, and we would like you to be a part of it. I'm like, "Okay, let me be cheeky and ask if you guys are going to be giving me money for it." <laughs> and they're like, unfortunately, not. We are just going to be giving you gear. Okay. Yes, it's an activation. We call it an activation where they need you to go de- do something specifically, sure. and that's okay. when they they will they will discuss with you terms for money. But gotcha. For the explorer team, is based on no exchange of physical cash. It's more of gifts sure. to go on your adventures. It's I been. Mean- and not for my, nothing. You're gonna you're gonna spend hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of dollars on gear to go do what you're already gonna do anyway. So it's a win-win. <laughs> like I I went from <laughs> I w- I want to cry saying this. Yeah, I went from yeah. my first tent that I ever when I found this whole mountaineering. Well, yeah, going out into the mountains. I would literally go out into the mountains by myself. I would go. I would get a train from. I live in London now, but I used to live in somewhere called Milton Keynes. I'll get a train from Milton Keynes. All the way to Wales. Um, I'll go to Wales, then I would le- legitimately walk about 10 miles from the train station just to get to the valley. And I'm I'm cheap. I well, yeah, I was cheap. Let me say it like that. I was <laughs> and I would get there, pitch a tent. My my tent, I got my if my first tent ever was 30 pounds. So that's about 50 dollars, right? Yeah, okay. Yes. I recently checked that tent and it was going for £15.50. So okay. that's about $22 or something like that. That's pretty inexpensive for a tent. The tent I have right now is $1,200. Is that, that that dope yellow one that I see you uh, filming yes. at, at, in, yeah. at base camps of mountains? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and and that is what... That is literally... If, if anyone wanted to know how good this... Thing has been to me mm-hmm. that is just a physical representation where i was my my, my best um, um what's the name ring jacket cost me like 38 pounds from a, a a brand that you know is not the biggest brand i reached out to them and they didn't even reach the the dm i <laughs> and next it, moment the brand i actually want to work with is yeah. hitting me up giving me an opportunity i'm like you know what whether you're paying me or not i don't care as sure. long as I'm able to say that I'm part of your, you know, I'm part, I'm able to re- do something with you guys, I am right. totally fine. And that opens the opportunity, not just for me, but for other black people, because <laughs> it, I don't want it to spiral into that type of conversation, but mm-hmm. a lot of black people end up not enjoying 
I would say in life, mainly because we don't like to take a lot of risks. Okay. The risk, when black people get money, we are thinking about going on vacation. That's the first thing that comes into mm -hmm. mind. We don't want to do anything hard as something we do on the side. Sure. Because life is hard for us as black people. I'll just say it mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So the fact that I found joy in this and a lot of black people don't know that they can find joy in this, even when you try to suggest it to them. I, I wish you could see the faces of other black people when I was just um, um, a hiker. When I'd not done this ice climbing or anything. When I was they think you were crazy? They're like, what? <laughs> Why would you guys sleep in the cold? Why would you do this? Why would you? I'm like, yeah, but when you're out there, you understand. Right. It's the just being that, exposed to it. Yes. And a lot of black people are not exposed to it. So I just, I just felt, you know what? I like the idea. Thanks for the opportunity. I'm going to grapple with it. And, and, and play to the best of my ability and so far so good I, so i want to i want to dive into this a little bit if that's yes. okay so first and foremost i mean the north face is one of the biggest if not the biggest outdoor sports companies uh clothing companies that exist every stitch of clothing that i own for skiing hiking is the north face um i absolutely love summit series gear and, and all that good stuff uh, so you're obviously getting some very quality gear, um, but the real mission here, what it sounds like to me. So with this explorers team, I mean, I, I know we mentioned this off air that you are one of the faces of diversity and inclusion for the North face. Is that correct? I would assume so mainly because there are not a lot of black people on the team. Um, as it stands. Just being honest, bro, I, I, I'll just say as it is, that's my personality. Um, sure. uh, I would say there are two black-skinned people. Mm -hmm. There are a couple of other light-skinned black people in there who don't even go out adventuring like that. Sure. They do other things. So mm -hmm. when it comes to dark-skinned people in there, we are, I think we are a team of 53. Mm -hmm. And it's actually not just the UK. Funny enough, it's actually the whole of Europe. Okay. Yes. And they've got a couple of one, two people here who probably do parkour or right. a bit of, you know, snowboarding or this and this and that. But when it comes Not, to nothing along the lines of what you're doing. No, no, no. It's it, just too it, So that's interesting to me because, you know, obviously we've gone through very turbulent times over the past couple of years with COVID and, and then, you know, uh, everything socially that was happening in the states that kind of transpired and in, in, in lit uh, a fire across the globe. Um, it's very interesting to me to see that the things that you're saying about how there isn't much, if any, representation of black skin people, black people in endurance sports in the mountains like you're doing, it's very similar in, in the US. I mean, even in my experience with, you know, going to a ski resort or just going in the backwoods and going up a mountain, I gotta be honest with you, it's all white people it, for, the, for the majority. Um, so I think it's unbelievable that, that you're able to be a representation for your, your community and for your people. And, um, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but this seems to me that this is a huge responsibility and a huge undertaking on your part by 
you know, joining the North Face team and almost like you're shouldering the, this big burden of having to not burden, but, um, you know, even an opportunity to introduce your people to what brings you so much joy. Yes. Um, I am, but one person I am, sure. I am just not to make it sound like, Oh yeah. Struggle. But I am just a, a boy from Africa who just fell in love with going outdoors. Mm -hmm. There's nothing super special about me. I am just your everyday person who literally found outdoors to be what it is, enjoy it. And I just want other people, whether black, whether white, whether Asian, whether mm -hmm. Latino, whatever. Yes, I want black people, especially to be, you know, indulging in, in such activities. Sure. But it doesn't, I'm not just limiting myself to just black people. Mm -hmm. I want anyone and everyone to just go out and try something that you've never done. Sure. It could, it, as funny as this sounds, it could be reading a book. Yep. It's just seeking discomfort, being taking yourself out of your comfort zone. Reason why I did that ice climb, man to man right now, is because mm -hmm. I Googled black men or black man ice climbing and I saw one face and that person was American. Okay. Do you, what was his name? Do you remember? I've forgotten his name, but he actually was part of the North Face team. Okay. Very cool. In America. Yep. But there was only one. Yes. And it's, and even that person is because that person does like, um, what was the name? Um, gym climbing, like bouldering and all bouldering. that. Okay. So yeah. It's, it kind of inspires into anything outdoors. Sure. Yes. And apart from that, you can you can go there right now and literally black man ice climb and you not see any other per any other black person. Mm -hmm. A maximum of two. And With you being it. the second. <laughs> Probably. And <laughs> I was telling the boys when I, I, I we went we did the um, wasn't even the climb that. I could probably tell you how many black people have been through this gully on an icy day yep. on one hand. Wow. Since the conception of time. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just happy. So you're a pioneer, so to speak. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I'm just here to let black people, especially, and everyone mm -hmm. else know, well, everyone else know that we we go through a lot we we all everyone even the richest people have their own issues to to deal with just going outdoors and taking a breath helps so 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 much do that and it'll help you that's it i i want to go outside and take a breath right now it just sounds so <laughs> enticing <laughs> literally like what is better than that like the fact that you forget every single, yes, I'm sure that you have problems, but at that point in time, the struggle you're going through is bigger than that problem you're facing at home. Sure. Like literally like, right. You do triathlons. I, I want to be, to be able to just indulge in it so much. I, I went on a, on a, on a trip for the North face and that's how come I even found out mountain biking was a thing going through woods and all of that. Mm -hmm. Next moment, I, I bought a bike. That is how I involved I am with everything that I right. find joy in. And now, today, I, ro I rode my bike for about two hours straight. I live next to a county park, 
and okay. it's really big and that just allows me to go out there and just rip it any day anytime nice. and yeah i'm like i used to walk around it i used to run around it mm -hmm. using a bike different experience totally different right Totally. It's, uh, you know, and uh, I like how you mentioned, you know, you almost get lost in, in, I guess, the struggle of the activity that you're doing. And, you know, at least for me, and, and I, I think you kind of alluded to this, it really puts everything else in life in perspective when, you know, you're on, you're above tree line on the top of a mountain and it's just you, maybe a couple of other people and, a whole lot of wind or a whole lot of silence, or maybe it's a whiteout conditions and you can't see 10 feet in front of you. It humbles you. And it reminds you that we are these very, very small, finite beings that are here for a short time. And it, it just, for me, brings me to a center in my soul, so to speak. Um, and, and you take that and try and carry little bits with you throughout your day and in your week afterwards, uh, which I guess is, is almost like a drug because you have to keep out go, going out outdoors and going up and down the mountains <laughs> to replicate that feeling. Um, so what do you have on the calendar for 2022? Um, what are some exciting things that you're doing? Do you have any big climbs planned? Any, any big trips planned? Um, are you doing any races? What do you have going on? I'm doing anything and everything, anything I, and everything. Literally, you could see me jump out of a plane one second. Next moment, <laughs> you could see me running a trail race on top of a mountain. You could see me mountain biking on top of down the mountain. You could see me probably bouldering, uh, which I want to start doing in February. Mm -hmm. um, at least it's an activity per month. Sure. At least because I live in London and everything is quite far away from me. And trust me, it's so expensive traveling in the UK. I can get to Europe cheaper than I can to another part of the UK. That's how really? Yes. That's unbelievable. I can get via I can get to Europe via plane cheaper mm -hmm. than I can get to probably northern part of um, 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 England. It's not even Scotland or England. Sure. Yeah via train that's 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 crazy to me that's not uh, you know i i guess i need to plan ahead and, and save my pennies <laughs> if i plan on going over to the uk anytime soon it's expensive but yeah um just take it as it comes and you enjoy it like i've i've just thank well if if anyone from the north face ever sees this thank you guys so much like i can't it's 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 bonkers it's it's crazy because let me be, just be honest here. Yeah? Sure. On this team, whatever you ask for, even though they're having problems right now because of COVID with mm -hmm. supply chains, just like any other thing else, like with your laptop, you, you can't buy a new laptop and just get it right now. Right. Because of chip shortages and everything, they are still working so hard to get me anything and everything I want. Like, I, as long as I asked for it, Mm -hmm. They are willing to give it, and it's not just because I'm black or whatever. They sure. they are doing it for everyone. No, you're you're part of the team, and they're they're trying to to 
you know, honor their, their agreement and, and be true to their word. And that's, you know, for, for a company to know that a company as big as the North face is is taking care of their athletes like that, especially ones that they're not, that aren't on the payroll. Um, you know, that, that makes me a little bit happier about shelling out, uh, you know, $300 for a down jacket, you know, you know what I mean? They they really, really are like, and funny thing is right. People, they give me majority of their stuff. I can't just, you know, walk into a shop and pick something off the shelf and, you know, sure. no. Right. The, 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 the yellow jacket you saw me climb the mountain with, I bought with my own money. Because when okay. I got to the place, the, the, ta- the town, I realized that I had only one rain jacket and that was a little insula- insulated. And the other one was a, um, my, my, other, um, my other down jacket. So I'm like, ooh, I might need. So I literally went to a sports um, was in one of their thingies, um, one of the retailers around that mm-hmm. had legit North Face stuff, and I went in there, paid two hundred pounds for that rain jacket, even though it actually was on a discount on the website because it it would not be able to come quick enough. Right. I literally you paid my it money. Yeah. I paid my money and took the item because. The, the items are really quality. I'm not sure. marketing. I'm not marketing. I'm not doing none of that. I'm not even on the team and I'll tell you to buy North Face. That's all I wear. <laughs> I'm not I'm not even marketing or anything. Their stuff are quality. If you can get into a shop to, you know, see how the things are, bro, go for it. Because when you actually hold this item, yeah, there might be on a slightly more expensive side, but we know other brands in this whole, like this circle that have much more expensive stuff. Mm-hmm. yes and yeah but from what i know right now you can't you can't go wrong with north face no you can't you can't go with, wrong with you can't them. i mean if if i were to open up that closet right now the jackets <laughs> that i have in there I, I i i'm not even kidding you i've had them for over seven years and they are still like brand new like i just received them i i mean it's fantastic quality so um Ben, it's been really great talking to you. Um, I, I guess before we we get going here, you know, if there's anything that you'd like to say or anything that you can think of um, to maybe inspire somebody to get off the couch or to 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 change their lifestyle or to do something that gets them out of their perceived comfort zone, um, I want to give you the opportunity to share that right now. Um, okay, so unfortunately, this past Saturday. I lost, well, a brother, I'll say a brother of mine lost his brother through um, 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 mental health issues. Unfortunately, he he took his own life. And I'm just sad about the fact that I, I've, I've been through struggles. And the fact that not everyone finds an outlet to be able to, to help cope with all of this. No, I understand therapy and medicines and all of that will play a significant part, but the amount of the amount of peace you find when you're outdoors is unfathomable. So, whatever the issue is, whatever you're going through, I'm not saying it will solve it, but it will make your day slightly better. Even if you have to step out of your house, you don't have to go and climb a mountain like I do. You don't have to go and do anything rad, you know. Just step out of your house, go for a 20-minute walk mm. and see what that spirals into. Or 
even you doesn't have to spiral into anything you can decide to do 20 minutes walk for your rest of your life and that's on you it's just right. that don't stay indoors for too long because it caves in on you so just step out and that's it that's a, some wise words ben uh everyone can find ben uncle Baya at boy jamming you can see it in the bottom of the screen right there on instagram you can see all of his endeavors that he has going on uh ben thank you so much for your time i it's been a pleasure getting to know you more i really hope we can continue this conversation uh and and stay connected on social media uh, it, it's amazing that we can be in two different parts of the world and yeah. now here we are connecting um and talking about things that we're both passionate about so thank you so much i'm going to tell you never stop exploring a little shameless plug <laughs> So thanks again, Ben. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Well, there you have it, folks. That was Ben Ankobaya. Uh, he's a filmmaker. He's a creative adventurer on the North Face UK Explorers team. This man is doing wonderful work uh, in the ways of diversity and inclusion and uh, in getting out into the mountains. Uh, so check him out at Boy Jammin on Instagram. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh, please share this podcast. If you're watching it, like, comment, subscribe. Uh, thank you so much. We'll see you guys next time for another edition of 321 Endurance.